Nicole Jackson is a powerful voice in the church today. She is the author of Facing It Forward, Ordinary Women of the Bible with Extraordinary Assignments. She has the great gift of teaching God's Word, and we'll take a look at her brand new book today here on Babby's House. Stay tuned. Babby's House is on its way to you right now. Welcome to Babby's house. Thank you so very much for joining me today. I'm so happy that you've taken time out of your busy life, your schedule, to sit down maybe for a moment and just breathe out. You know, the world is getting crazier and crazier, but in the middle of the chaos, there is God, and he has a plan and a purpose for our lives. So fear not. Don't be anxious about anything. God has it all under control. We trust in him. And one of those voices in my life, one of those people who keep me constantly encouraged, one of those grounding forces in my life is a wonderful Bible study teacher and preacher and pastor, great teacher of God's word, Nicole Jackson. She's written a brand new book called Facing It Forward. And we're going to talk with Nicole Jackson in just a little bit and get the uh, inspiration behind her brand new book facing it forward. So stick around for that. We'll talk with her in just a moment. But as always, I want to kick off the show with music, with Babby music. This is an old hymn that I've loved across the years. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. I would love to tell you what I think of Jesus Since I found in him a friend so strong and true I would tell you how he changed my life completely he did something that no other friend could do no Like Jesus, there's no other friend so kind as he. No one else can take my sin and darkness from. Why he 
came to save me till someday I see his beautiful face above no I'm glad you came back to Babby's house because one of my favorite Bible study teachers of all time is my guest. Nicole Jackson is a powerful woman of God. She's a great Bible study teacher. She is the author of uh, a most recent book is called Facing It Forward, Ordinary Women of the Bible with Extraordinary Assignments. And in this book, she dives deep into some of the women who in the Bible who are more obscure, women who we may not even realize that they're there and they're powerful stories of how they've overcome adversity and how they watch God do miraculous things with them, through them, and for them. Will you help me to welcome to Babby's House, Nicole Jackson. My friend, happy to have you on Babby's House. Welcome. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. I am so glad you're here. <laughs> you know, Nicole, from the moment we met uh, and the moment I began to hear you teach and preach mm -hmm. God's word, it's like, wow, God's powerful hand is up on this woman. <laughs> How did you get this voracious love for God's word? I tell you what, I've been studying the word for a while. Once I entered into relationship with the Lord, I was hungry for the word. And as I was studying, I ran across so many people that I never heard of in the church. <laughs> and when I found them or they found me, we've been hanging out ever since. Yes. Well, you have this uh, way of just breaking it down, you know, breaking God's word down to its simplest element so that even a child could understand it. <laughs> and you wrote this book called Facing It Forward, Ordinary Women of the Bible with Extraordinary Assignments. What was the inspiration behind the book? Well, the inspiration behind the book was at one time I was going through a pretty hard time in ministry thinking that I was all alone. Mm. And the Lord led me to these women in the Word so that I would know I was not alone and I was being trained up to do something great. So when I ran into my sisters in what I call the sister cafe, they were able to teach me a lesson in going through opposition with a smile on my face. And it is a cafe. Oh, my goodness. It, it is a delicious <laughs> cafe. Yes, it is. Um, because you talk about women like the, the daughters of Zalafahad. Yes. And when I read that first chapter, I said, Zalafa, who? I didn't... <laughs> 
I didn't even know so did the laugh I had was in the Bible. Yes. And these women that you bring out are mighty women of God. Yeah. But but I think one of the the most beautiful things about this book is that the message is that God, you don't have to be uh, well-known. God even can use the underdog right. or someone who feels like they've been left out or left over or overlooked. Mm -hmm. And God can do miraculous, even powerful things in their lives. Yes. So let's, let's talk about the, the daughters of Zelophehad and what it was about their story that fascinated you. Well, what I loved about them was that they experienced tragedy. That's how it starts off speaking in the word about them. Their father died. Their mother was not spoken of. They didn't have a brother. There were just five sisters. Mm. And one thing that's hard in my household, when you have siblings, it's hard to get along. But the word showed that they stayed aligned in this tragedy. And they remembered that they would have nothing, nothing left if they did not have their father or a brother to secure an inheritance for them. So they had to, even though they were mourning and going through for the loss of a father, they had to band themselves together and march right up to Moses and Eleazar, the priest, to let them know they didn't think it was right, that they could not receive an inheritance because there was no man in the household. Wow. That's oh, strong. Yeah. That's strong. That's very strong. <laughs> yes. And so they had to overcome even the law. <laughs> they did. Of the day. They did. Um, to speak up for themselves and for what they felt was naturally theirs. And you know, um, Nicole, I, I love how relevant the Word of God is. Yes. And even today in this new millennium that we're living in, we're 20 years now into the, a new millennium. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's difficult mm -hmm. to speak up for what you feel is rightfully yours. It's true. Can you encourage that woman or that person today who has a difficult time, you know, maybe talking to a husband or a spouse or a boss mm -hmm. or a judge, you know, or someone in leadership that they, uh, you know, to speak up for what they feel is rightfully theirs. Can you encourage that person? I sure can. I would tell that person to stand on the truth because the truth will up uphold them. That it's easier for them to stand up for somebody else's benefit than to think about what they would look like. So right is always right all the time and right on time. Mm. That all that person has to do is to be led of the Holy Spirit and to stand on God's truth and everybody will benefit even though opposition may come. There's gonna be trying times, there are gonna be trials and tribulations that we go through, but if they would just stand on the truth, they'll see in time that everything will be revealed and everybody will come out blessed. Come on now. Can we, ra we can raise an offering right now. <laughs> Let me just sing, just as I am. See what I'm saying? You know, and there, there are these wonderful stories just like that in this book. Who are some of the other women that you highlight in your book called Facing It Forward? I highlight Jael, who was awesome. She nailed it because oh, she nailed the enemy. This is a great story. Yes, Tell us a little bit about her story. Well, Jael was a woman who was just a housewife. And her family, they would just move like pilgrims from place to place. And they began to um, befriend the Israelites. And with a woman not having a voice back in Bible day at cer certain cultures, she was able to choose which side she was on when the enemy actually entered into her tent. So she didn't have a choice in the matter when the enemy entered in, but she had a choice in the end to show which side she was on. And she was All right, on the now, Lord's she side. She was on the Lord's she side. She was on the Lord's side. So when she had an opportunity to subdue the enemy, she took what she was good at, which means that women back in the day, they would um, uplift tents. They, that was their job to put the tents up, pitch tents. And what she did was she used a tent peg and a hammer 
while he was asleep and she drove that tent peg through his skull and he died because she knew that he would take her out if she did not stand for herself. She was a, bra a very brave, very brave and courageous woman. Courageous woman mm -hmm. who had to step up and do something very brave um, in a moment. Without anyone being around, her husband was not home. Her husband was not was home. Was not home. And that doesn't look good, you know, if, if your husband were to walk up, up on you and there's a man in your house. Amen. Okay, and he ain't a member of your family. That's right. <laughs> that doesn't look right. good. So she had to take care of some business. And the rules of hospitality at that time were no men were supposed to enter in if the husband wasn't home. That's how she knew when he entered in that it wasn't going to be a good end. Yeah. Because he broke the rules. Wow, he broke the rules. He did. And women have been keeping rules, keeping house, keeping order, yes. keeping things together for a long time, even though they haven't been recognized, right. uh, even though they haven't gotten credit. Right. And you give this woman, uh, Jael, credit yes. for the things that she did for the, the Lord. And we're still talking about her today. Right. Um, tell me what it is about uh, the, the Word of God. You mentioned truth. What is it about truth that deserves to be applauded and celebrated? The reason that truth needs to be applauded and celebrated, number one, is because Jesus Christ is the truth. Come on. So we've, we've learned that when we would just stand on the promises of God and stand in truth, it's the only thing that covers us. When we are trying to figure it out on our own and make it happen and not allowing it to just happen according to the will and the ways of God, then we're out of alignment with God's word. So the truth is our protection. The truth is, our, is the only perspective that we should have. And if we would surround ourselves with the truth, then we will always walk into our destiny. We'll walk into in alignment with what God has for us. Out of a line is living that lie. Yeah. So I've learned even when truth hurts, it's still freeing. Yes. We're still able to move forward. Yes. You know, in the book, you talk, you encourage women who read your book to use gifts and talents that they may not have even exercised before. That's right. Uh, women like Jael had to be brave in a moment that she hadn't experienced before. That's right. And you, you address that issue about being able to, to step up and be courageous and be brave um, even in moments that are tight. Um, so talk about what it means to... Uh, do some things that you may not have even done before. And even for you as an author, now you've written before, but this was kind of a different book because you had to dive deep into the Word of God. You had to write the book according to a certain structure. Yes. Talk to me about exploring some unknown and uncharted territory during the course of writing this book. Yes, writing the book was difficult for me because I thought because I put words on paper and I liked the way it looked and it sounded that it was a book. It wasn't yet. It was just words <laughs> on a paper. But I, I had to um, pray and thank God for a wonderful woman of God who saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. She led me through dreaming big. And that's how it pretty much started. Look beyond where you are so that you can see where the Lord is leading you. So as I was writing down all the things that I desired to do in the name of the Lord so that others could be blessed, here comes this book. And this book was the very thing that led me out of some trying circumstances and situations in my life. But it wasn't as easy as I thought I wanted it to be. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. I wanted it to be easy. Write a book, book goes on Amazon, yeah, people it, read the on. book, let's go on. What it was, it was a journey. And it was a journey of me to discover that um, we should do everything in the spirit of excellence. We should always pray and research what the Lord is showing us. We want to hear his voice so that he is the speaker that's leading this book, not me myself. And in working with an awesome book coach, which we shall introduce later, <laughs> an awesome book coach showed me structure because, again, 
I wanted to speak to the world the way that I just wanted to speak instead of speaking to one person at a time who would actually pick up this book. Yeah, this was a great experience and um, I had the awesome opportunity to, co to coach you during the writing of this book. <laughs> and it was a great experience and you know, writing a book is not for the faint of heart, but once you hold this book in your hand, mm -hmm. you realize wow. it's like holding a baby. Mm -hmm. You know, you've birthed it, it was conceived in love, you worked it, honed it, and then you get to hold it in your hand. Yes. Then you get to give it away to the world and watch it bless yes. so many people. We'll talk more about Facing It Forward, Ordinary Women of the Bible with Extraordinary Assignments, and the author, Nicole Jackson, when we come back, because so many wonderful things are happening with Nicole Jackson. Uh, some birthing and some extension of her ministry is being birthed in the city where she lives, and literally all over the internet, because she is on Babby's, Babby Mason Radio as well. So stick around. After this break, we'll be back with more of Babby's House and Nicole Jackson. We'll be right back after this. And welcome back to the show. I've been talking to Nicole Jackson, who is the author of Facing It Forward, Ordinary Women of the Bible with Extraordinary Assignments. And Nicole is an author. She is uh, not only author of this book, but other books in her past. And she is a phenomenal leader. She is a Bible study teacher. And in recent days, the Lord is extending her ministry. I should be calling her Pastor Nicole Jackson because in recent days, recent weeks, she uh, has launched a brand new church work uh, in uh, out in Milton, Florida, where she resides, and she works with her husband there at the church, and uh, God is just doing some mighty, mighty work in Nicole Jackson's life, and so I'm gonna call you Pastor in this section. In this right. se segment, I'm gonna call you Pastor <laughs> Pastor Nicole Jackson, All right. um, because I, Nicole, as I look at this book, I see that you really are the subject. You really are that extraordinary woman. Uh, that God has given an extraordinary assignment. Yes. And in recent days, you've launched this beautiful work. Tell me, how in the world did that happen, and did you even see that coming? Well, what a story. I did not see this coming. The name of the church is Bearing Fruit Community Church in Milton, Florida, where my husband Antonio and I listened and obeyed the Lord, and it just launched January 5th of 2020. But no, we did not see this coming. We were so excited about the birth of this book and sharing with the world these wonderful women of the Bible that we sometimes just pass right over. And then last year, as of October 25th, the Lord spoke with us and, and shared with us that he had something more for us to do, but he didn't tell us what. So we had to pray and listen for the voice of the Lord, and the Lord spoke that ministry over our lives and gave us the name. And we were very pleased that the Lord named the church. Yeah, you have a book called Bearing Fruit. A book you? called Bearing Fruit. Yes, was um, a children's book. I'm sure there was a connection, maybe. It, there a was theme, a reoccurring um, look, theme. Looking back at what the Lord had given us with bearing fruit, I was always fascinated with John 15:5 through 8, talking about bearing a fruit, abiding in the Lord's word, and having fruit that is produced that shall remain. And that stuck with me that I wanted to do something in life for the Lord that He called me to do in obedience, so that whatever it was, it would last even when I'm gone. And 
the Lord gave us the name of the church bearing fruit. Amen. And we know that the impact that we'll make in the community that we serve should last through all of the people that the Lord has brought together to be not only a part of bearing fruit, but of that community. Yes, and certainly it is bearing fruit. Oh, yes. Uh, your, our ministry, BabbyMasonRadio.com, is an extension of what you're doing. You're a part of that. We interviewed you uh, not long ago and play your interview on a regular basis. So your voice is all over Babby Mason Radio <laughs> and you're preaching and teaching and you're on the internet and you're involved in social media. Mm -hmm. So you all can um, go to, do you have a website? I do. It's www.nicolejacksongroup.com. Very good. And you can check all of that out online. Um, Nicole, you know, in this day and age that we're living in, um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those that talks about the naysayers so much and giving them credit and, and listen, God calls who he wants to call. That's right. Mm -hmm. And he called you to the front line he did. and he said, Nicole, I want you to start this work in Milton, Florida. Yes. Um, talk to me, were there any challenges, you know, launching this church where, were there any, um, setbacks or what, what did God do in the process of raising up this new ministry called Bearing Fruit? Um, I believe the biggest challenge was believing in the God in me. Wow. Trusting that he called uh, my husband and I to this work and knowing that we had to step out on faith for everything that we needed, everything that we heard him say, we had to know that it was the voice of the Lord that we heard so that we could be right there in the community making an impact and he has not failed us. He has not failed us at all. So the challenge was getting over self, making sure that we were doing his work and not taking God's people on as we as a challenge or we lord over them. He's the Lord, we obey, we do what he says, we keep it that simple. We keep it that simple, but it has been such a blessing. Yes. Mm -hmm. How do we get a copy of the book? We can get a copy of the book off of Amazon.com. We can get it off Amazon. We can go to any um, bookstore online like Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. You can find them right Is there Is it available online. at your website as well? Yes. Very, very mm -hmm. good. Well, Nicole Jackson, thank you so very much for being my very special guest. Congratulations on the book, Facing It Forward, Ordinary Women of the Bible with Extraordinary Assignments. It was a real joy to work with you on this book, to just encourage you, journey with you, poke you, prod you, <laughs> pray for you, all of those things to get this book born. Yes. And it is a true blessing uh, to me and so many that are reading it right now. Thank you again for being my guest. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And to you, dear viewer, thank you so very much for watching Babby's House. It's always a joy to come to you, to encourage you, to lift you up in your holy faith, to remind you that God is not through with you. He has a purpose and a plan for you. And as long as you have a pulse, you have a purpose. God has a plan for you to prosper you and not to harm you. A plan to give you a hope and a future. And listen, rem let me just remind you, as long as you have a future, you have a hope. Well, thank you again for watching Babby's House. We love you and we'll see you next time. Until then, God bless you and yours real good.